It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. And all I want to say is, just give me some hot pizza. Steve Siddall here with another episode of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs with some of the best financial advisors heard around the country each and every week. It's all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. If you'd like to reach any of the advisors featured here, you can call them 800-662-6808 or just text the word pizza to 800-662-6808. Yeah, I know the numbers are the same, but we were forced to change how the whole text thing happened. And this is what we came up with. So you can call or text that same number. All right. Another week. That was, that was the week that was. It's over. Let it go. That was the week that was. It started way up Another roller coaster week in the market. Midweek rally really took a hit by Friday, though. The Dow opened up about 300 points, but it probably won't be enough to end the week on a high. It seems that there is concern about Federal Reserve policy and how that's affecting inflation, all in a post-COVID recovery mode. So as we like to say, stay tuned. Initial jobless claims stood at 444,000 last week. That's better than estimates, as down from the previous week. That was the lowest since March of last year. Some states considering offering an incentive to get folks to go back to work and get off unemployment. Other states have set deadlines for receiving that extra unemployment. And as we ease back into some kind of normal, the airlines are back, being airlines. They're filling all the seats. They're implementing change fees again, imposing expiration dates for loyalty rewards programs. So, guess the airlines are doing what they do. Ticket prices, too, they're going up 12% so far this year. Analysts say look for about a 28% hike by the end of the year. Home sales, though, still going strong, although it is down slightly this month over last. According to Realtor.com, some home sellers are asking more than their home is worth, and in many cases, they're getting it. And just a note, if you're into zombie movies, Netflix has a doozy for you called Army of the Dead. It's a whopping two hours and 28 minutes. Looks pretty interesting, though. All right, so the advisors share some good stuff this week, as always. Coach Pete DeRuta has taxes on his mind, and he's got a guest that digs into just that. Kevin Frisbee offers some insight into annuities. Ben Heiser tells us what to look for in an advisor. Richard Pelletier outlines what happens to our retirement plan when a spouse passes away. I've got a broker's behaving badly. Boy, they just keep coming. This one is a doozy. And first up is America's wealth coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete DeRuta, and his show, Financial Safari. John Oldham is the guest. He is the creator of The Paid Up Lifestyle. He joins Coach Pete for a lively discussion about taxation and how it can affect your retirement. John, what are we going to talk about here in section number two? Well, I think about what we are going to do and what moves that we can make that if, you know, when the government continues to print this money and and raise our taxes, what can we do to not only be unhurt by that, but maybe even capitalize on that with the effects of what's going to happen to our economy? Okay. So a lot of people are saying that it's impossible to 
have a tax bill and then get rid of the tax bill and not have to pay the tax out of your pocket. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's a very skeptical thing. And I would have told you that many years ago. What the problem is, is that you needed to use math and science, right? Too good to be true is something that I hear all the time. Uh, but you know what's too good to be true, Coach? When I'm going to hop on that airplane and I look outside the window of the airport and I say, how the heck does something that heavy get in the air? <laughs> I agree. Or you take a look and you look out the, you know, you, you see a cruise ship in the water and how big those things are. How does something that heavy float? Well, it's simple. It's math and science, right? It's engineering. And I ask people another thing all the time. What did your telephone look like 20 years ago? What did your vehicles look like? What did your computers look like? Do you think there was any innovation in any industry in the past 20, 30, 40 years? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. You think there could have been any in the insurance industry as well? <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully, right? <laughs> so as, as the... As the problems have continued to compound and people are looking for solutions, and you guys have probably heard the fact that Warren Buffett pays taxes at a lower rate than his secretary, right? Yep, yep. yep. What's the difference between what Warren Buffett does to make that happen and what his secretary probably does? Well, number one, it's the amount of money he makes where he can, he can get some very fancy tax planning. Yeah, there you go. It's called planning, right? Yep. If the secretary would take the amount of time to do the planning that he is doing for his situation, she could be in benefit from those things as well. But you need to understand what you're doing, and you first need to continue to look for those big rocks that need to go into the plant. If you're worried about this mutual fund or that mutual fund doing better than the other, or this account, managed account versus that account doing better, or this annuity pays you 2% and that one pays you 2.1, you're missing the big picture, folks. It's not how much you make. It's how much you get to what, coach? Keep. Keep. Keep in your pocket. You you ask ask 100,000 people that question and everybody goes and says, gives you the right answer. But you know how many of those people have ever done any tax planning? (laughs) Probably not many, unfortunately. Not many. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting here right now in our training facility. Just last week, I had 56 financial advisors across the country here in our training facility, and I had them raise their hand if they know how to uh, read a tax return, right? You know how many of the people raised their hand? And before I let them raise their hand and lie to me, I said, I'm going to call you to the front of the class, and we're going to go through this line by line. And you you, you watch them kind of sink down in their chair. And that isn't to... (laughs) Sounds like fun. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. And that isn't to make anybody feel bad, but they think, well, that's not their job. My job is to just talk about, you know, growing your money. But, you know, what you keep is what's important. It's like quitting your, it's quitting the game at halftime. Right, right. right? You accumulate all this, but then you start using it. And if the government starts taking it all from you at that point in time, you really don't have what you thought you had. Yeah, and that's that's unfortunate because it's a, I call it a financial mirage. When you look at that big number on your 401k, your IRA, your 403b, your TSP statement, you get all happy until you remember that that big number hasn't been shared with Uncle Sam and Uncle Governor in a lot of, in a lot of states. When you have state tax and federal tax, many people could lose almost half their money that they think they have isn't going to be for them, is it? No, for sure. And when when you take a look at uh, someone who has two children, there's a good likelihood that the Internal Revenue Service is the primary beneficiary of their IRA. Mm. Okay, think about that. Yep. Right? Did you did you work forty years and stick money away in your four hundred one k every year to have the U.S. government be the primary <laughs> beneficiary of that money? At least it's in the family, your uncle. 
<laughs> I hate that word. I really hate the word Uncle Sam because he's not my uncle. He's not invited to Thanksgiving. That is no. the federal government, right? The Uncle Sam was created back in the days when people had warm fuzzies about the government because the government was on their side. When you look at $200 trillion worth of hole uh, that they've stuck us into right now, I don't think that's my uncle. <laughs> Interesting perspective for sure, and certainly food for thought. You can hear Financial Safari on a number of radio stations around the country. You can also find the podcast Financial Safari wherever you download your podcast, be it Apple or iHeart. Why don't you just subscribe to it? It'll be delivered to your podcast collection each and every week. Learn more at PeteOnDemand.com. That's PeteOnDemand.com. You can also check out CapitalFinancialUSA.com to learn more there. And if you want to learn more about John Oldham, just visit BePaidUp.com. That's BePaidUp.com. Pizza! Now let's join Kevin Frisbee in Maine with his version of Financial Safari. Now in this clip, Kevin and I are talking about annuities and how they can become an important part of your overall retirement and income plan. There's, there's basically three different types of annuities, all right, in, in the general explanation. There's a fixed annuity. They call them MIGAs, multi-year guaranteed annuities. They have a set interest rate. They're out there to compete with CD accounts. Right now, you can get maybe a five-year fixed annuity for 2.85% or somewhere in that range. And so that's better than you can find in a bank or a credit union. And at the end of the day, there's no fees with those. At the end of the five-year period, whatever the time period you pick, it's, you know, it's liquid. You turn it over, roll it over, do whatever you want to do. In the middle of, uh, of the road of annuities is the fixed indexed annuity. And so this is a fixed product where your principal's guaranteed, but the index is you could tie it to an index in the market and, and potentially get some competitive gains if the market goes up. And I say market, meaning you can tie it to an S&P 500 or Barclays, a, a NASDAQ, a Dow, uh, depending on the company, what they have access to. The far right of the table is what I call a variable annuity. And so I will, I, I've had many conversations with people. I'm chuckling because I, I have this guy recently. He's a new client, six month, five, six months ago. And he comes in and his name is Claude. And he says, Kevin, I, I listen to your radio show every single weekend. I, I make a point if I'm not on the road, I go on the road to, to, to listen to your show. And he says, God, you said one weekend about this variable annuity. And I went and looked through my thing and he hit the, he came to my office, he hit my desk. He says, I've got one of those things. And I want to talk to you about it. <laughs> so the, the whole point was, I said, right, Claude, what, what do you got here? And, we, and he pulled it out. We, we called the company. We found out what the fees are. Well, come to find out. And here's the thing. You don't see this on your statement. So I would encourage this. Call the company directly, not the person that sold you the annuity. And ask these questions. What are your M&E fees? Mortality and expense. What are the fund fees? What are the rider charges? What are the riders? What are the, uh, the yearly fee? And if you ask those questions, you're going to find anywhere from two and a half to four and a half percent in fees built into a variable annuity. Is that expensive? You bet it is. Very expensive when it comes to investments. So why would you put money in a insurance product when you still have market risk that you're paying two and a half to four and a half percent fees? Doesn't make any sense. The index annuity in the middle is kind of a tool for safety. We look at saying, hey, we can carve off some, some money here. The one I prefer right now happens to have a long-term care attachment to it, where it has a doubler effect, where if you have money in that and you have a need for a long-term care uh, situation, it potentially can pay you twice of your monthly income to help pay for care. Very attractive for somebody that might be concerned about long-term care without having to go buy 
a long-term care policy. You can kind of kill two birds with one stone. So the problem though with annuities is you're giving up liquidity. Most of them are built on a time period where if you needed to access your money early, you're going to have a penalty if you needed to access. Most of them do have penalty-free provisions, but but again, if if you're looking for liquidity, you want to stay away from an annuity. Okay. You see, annuity is not really a bad word, and as you just heard, they can cover a lot of areas in retirement, including long-term care. Now, you can hear Kevin's show, Financial Safari Weekends, and multiple radio stations throughout the state of Maine as well as New Hampshire. He is also available every Thursday afternoon at 3.50 on the Howie Car Radio Program. Kevin will offer his insight to the market for the week. And you can also find all his radio and TV shows at frisbeebenefits.com. That's F-R-I-S-B-I-E benefits.com. Find him on Apple Podcasts where you can subscribe, have the show delivered to you every week. You can reach him here by calling 800-662-6808 or just text PIZZA to 800-662-6808. PIZZA! The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving Badly. Client advisor relationships are unique, and over the years, they often become more than clients, but friends. But when an advisor takes advantage of that relationship, there's trouble. Here's the story of Frederick Stowe, a former advisor for Raymond James and Associates in Franklin, Tennessee. Mr. Stowe had worked with this elderly couple since 1982. They even followed Stowe across several firms before landing at Raymond James in 2013. The dirty deeds started back in 2015 when Stowe began misappropriating funds from an IRA. He did it by selling securities in the account and forging wire transfer authorization documents from the client's account to a SunTrust bank account owned by Stowe and his wife. Prosecutors say over time, Stowe inserted himself into the financial affairs of this client and in later years, even visited him at his home. Relatives at the hearing testified that the client died believing that his dwindling investment accounts were caused solely by stock market activity. Now, the client died at 98 years old in March of 2018. By then, Stowe had made 74 unauthorized transfers to the tune of more than $900,000. Oh, it didn't stop there. Within days of that client's death, Stowe absconded with $32,000 from another elderly client. According to BrokerCheck, Stowe was fired from RJA in 2019. He appeared in court, pleaded guilty in August of 2020 to securities fraud, wire fraud, and aggravated identity theft. He was sentenced this month in U.S. District Court in Tennessee to five years in prison and ordered to pay over $930,000. Stowe had been in the financial services industry for nearly 40 years. Not how we thought it would end, I'm sure. Just one more reason to make sure you are dealing with a true fiduciary. And don't be afraid to use BrokerCheck to learn more. At pizza. Well, now we meet Ben Heiser in Chicago. Here, along with host and NHL Hall of Fame broadcaster, is Chuck Caton. They're talking about the plan and just how simple and effective it can be. And as we wrap up uh, this segment, we've got Harry and Skokie with our final question. Uh, he said, when I have met with financial professionals in the past, Ben, uh, I have received long reports that are oftentimes confusing and overwhelming. How can I get information that's easy to understand so I can feel confident to make decisions? You know, Harry, this is not something 
that uh, is uncommon for me to hear. And so this is why we created the Retire Your Way system, to take the complexity of the retirement planning world and break it into different bite-sized phases. And so what you're talking about is not uncommon, right? You get this, you, you go hire somebody even. Maybe you paid 1000 or $2,000 for an advisor to put together their advice. Here's a plan. Here's all the stuff that you can go do. But then you're reading through this and going, this is too complicated for me. This is confusing. And so, uh, Harry, this is why uh, we like to help our clients uh, retire your way with ease. You know, there's a, a three-step simplified approach to retire your way with ease. And so that's educate, evaluate, and execute. And we can do that. And, you know, I, I kind of reminds me of a story of my four-year-old. My wife and I came back from a date. I uh, don't get to do that a whole lot anymore, <laughs> but came back from a date and our four-year-old was just upset. And if you've ever heard the high-pitched scream of a four-year-old, you know that something's going on. So we went alongside her, uh, tried to understand it. She had such a sweet heart. She was trying to actually uh, get to make a home uh, made or home baked cookies for my wife and I when we came home. She wanted to bless us with that. And so, what happened is you can probably imagine this is the first time a four year old's going to attempt that. It got overwhelming and it got complicated and she got uncertain and she didn't get to hit her dream and goal and she was frustrated. And so, when we came back, um, got to sit alongside her and say, Hey, all right, sweetie, here's what we can do uh, we can um, actually bake cookies in three steps. Three simple steps. Step one is we just gather the ingredients. Step two is we mix those ingredients. And step three, we get to bake and enjoy those ingredients. And so we got to do that. And so by taking the complexity of making those cookies and simplifying it, had a happy four-year-old. Now, this is what does this have to do with your money and your question? This is not uncommon, Harry. All right. You can get so complicated. And so what we do is we take that three step approach where we uh, educate you first on each phase of a retirement plan. OK, and then um, we're going to basically do what we did with my four year old daughter. Right. We're going to basically gather those ingredients, mix the ingredients, and then we get to you get to enjoy uh, the fruits of what you put together. So we want to make sure we build you a bulletproof financial plan. Harry, I can definitely help you do that and help you retire your way with ease on those three steps. So it's E-cubed. Educate, evaluate, and execute. The three E's. I like it. Simple enough. You can hear Ben's show, Retire Your Way, Saturdays at noon on WLS 890 AM in Chicago. He's also got a podcast available wherever you download yours. And you can reach him here by calling 800-662-6808 or text the word pizza to 800-662-6808. Pizza! Now let's head to West Salem, Massachusetts, where we find Richard Pelletier and his show Financial Safari. Now in this clip, Richard addresses a touchy subject, but one that has to be discussed. It's all about what happens to your retirement plan when a spouse passes away. Uh, one of the first things that doesn't occur to a widow or widower is that they're immediately thrown into a new tax bracket, okay? Uh, the first uh, full tax year that they file a tax return uh, on their own, there'll be a single taxpayer, uh, and that alone is going to make them in a higher tax bracket. 
But those are the kinds of things that you, if you're working with you with a client, Richard, those are the kinds of things that you in, include in the plan. I mean, that's all built in the what ifs out there. It certainly is. It's the old six P's prior previous prior <laughs> easy for well, you to I, re- say. I really really blew that one I'll tell you what kind of week i'm having already it's only a beginning of the week prior planning prevents pretty poor performance so prior planning includes the fact i hate to say this if you're a couple uh one of you is no maybe if one of you will end up as either a widow widower that is the nature of living uh passing away uh, is something that none of us can avoid. Some of us like to avoid the discussion. I certainly understand that. It's not a very comfortable discussion for me either, but we need to do some real planning, especially, I will tell you, gentlemen, if uh, one of you tends to be the all-knowing financial partner in this and you're allowing your surviving spouse to not become educated, aware of, and counseled by competent advice when you're gone, you are asking for major problems. Sure. And that is something I would guess you would encourage to, you know, the spouse that that is, I mean, there is generally one or the other, and, and oftentimes it's the man that, that kind of runs the finances, but she really needs to be aware of it as well. Well, today it's not always the guy. He'd be yeah, surprised. He, okay. He's got, Generally speaking, a certain generation ago, that would be definitely true. Okay, today, yes. not as much. Uh, but uh, you still have roles that are very successfully obtained uh, and negotiated during a long-term marriage. Uh, and in many cases, one will be the financial you know, decider, gatherer, analyst, uh, whatever, executor of the, of the plan, and one sits back and has other duties. Uh, but again, financial awareness, knowledge, uh, and ability to you know, comprehend the significance of certain decisions it's it's imperative for a surviving spouse. And when it comes to Social Security and when one spouse dies, that check stops now, doesn't it? You get to pick the larger of the two checks, uh, and you're going to lose the smaller of the checks uh, immediately. And I mean immediately. Uh, the other thing is I cannot tell you the number of times I've asked for pension survivorship payout ratios, and I would say 90% of the spouses had to admit they weren't sure or were not confident of what percentage their surviving spouse would get of their pension, if anything at all. Uh, boy, you should see the reaction of the spouse when they hear that. Okay? <laughs> I would guess, yeah. Well, I mean, you would think that that would be a known subject and discussed and be made aware of the fact that, listen, when this person passed away, the family income goes from you know, this value to this reduced value. What is that reduced value? It is going to go down. It certainly by the social security check of the smaller of the two. Uh, on the other hand, that great pension your spouse gets, how much of that, if anything, uh, is going to go to the survivor? You got to know that stuff. A tough thing to deal with, but it's good to know there are people like Richard and his team at Help to Retire that can help us through those difficult times. You can catch Richard in the Financial Safari Saturday mornings at 9 on News Radio 560 WHYN in Springfield, Massachusetts, or you can also stream it on the iHeartRadio app. Learn more by visiting his website, helptoretire.com. That's helptoretire.com. You can call him here, 800-662-6808, or just text PIZZA to 800-662-6808. Pizza! One more clip and this pizza will be complete. And for that, we head to beautiful Southwest Florida where we find Eric Carney and his show, Wealth Works Radio.
In this clip, Eric and I are discussing the emotional side of retirement. Sometimes it's not about the money. There's a lot of people, I mean, not only is it the um, uh, fiscal side of it, but it's also the emotional side, the physical side, the mental side. You know, and a lot of us have been challenged for a long time, and now we're going into retirement, and it's going to be different. It's going to be a little bit of a transition. And, you know, back when we were teaching the classes at the local colleges prior to COVID, what was happening was we were actually preparing people for that. And there were a lot of people in the feedback from that class, they'd say, geez, Eric, that was a portion of my retirement I never even thought of. And this is something that we actually incorporate into the overall financial plan. And we want to know, you know, how are you going to ful fulfill your time? What is important to you? You know, and, and this is where the financial section kind of sits on the sidelines a little bit, because now you have to start challenging your status quo as a person. Like you want to take financial stock, but you also want to take personal stock and you're you're you are the owner of your life you've got to remember that and so you've got to ask yourself are you living day to day just trying to keep your head above water or are you living a purposeful life and so what happens is as we go into retirement we're like have i done the things that i've wanted to do are there still things that i want to accomplish what is important that I try to go out and help the community with, if anything? And so there's a lot of people who want to find time to volunteer because they think that they can make a better a better world or they can like change someone's situation. I think that's fantastic. But what we have to take a look at is we have to find personal happiness and we have to start looking for a life purpose. And there's a lot of people that struggle with that. For me, doing what I do, I do believe that I'm very blessed because I found my life, my life purpose, and that's to put people in a better financial situation, and I take that seriously, more, more seriously than anything else in my life, and so I make a lot of sacrifices to be able to work so hard, to work so many hours to put people in a better position. That's my life purpose. And it doesn't matter, you know, we, we deal with all walks of life and, you know, it just happens to be that we work with more affluent clients, but there's a lot of times where people don't have that much money and they still come into our office and we're still able to help them. Why is that? Because they had the courage to call and say, Eric, I don't have as much money as your other clients, but I need help. I will help them. That's my life purpose. Mm -hmm. I'm not just going to say no, you know, go to a bank or, or do whatever, because I know that that's not the right situation for them. That's, that's, that's going backwards. Right. So a lot of times having that life purpose gives you that energy to get up every morning and understand what you're meant to do. And so when people go into retirement, a lot of times they are leaving a very satisfying career, but they also want to have an incredibly satisfying retirement. Satisfying retirement, certainly something to strive for, and working with Eric and his team can help you achieve that, not only from a financial standpoint, but on the emotional side as well. You can hear Eric's show, WealthWorks Radio, on News Radio 1580, WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida. Uh, he's got podcasts available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download yours. Eric is with Retirement Wealth in Cape Coral, Florida. Visit his website, ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E R I C. K-E-A-R-N-E-Y, advisor.com. You can find them on TV Saturdays and Sundays. Check your local TV guide for times and channels. You can call them right here, 800-662-6808, or just text PIZZA to 
800-662-6808. So that's it. Episode 102 of Financial Pizza is complete and ready for that no contact delivery. And if you'd like Financial Pizza delivered to you each and every week, I would encourage you to do that. Just subscribe. It'll be in your podcast collection automatically. Find it on Apple Podcasts, the iHeart app, or anywhere you download your podcasts. And as long as you're subscribing, why don't you just rate and share the podcast? we got plenty of pizza to go around with problem. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs heard around the country each and every week, all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. Remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here. Call them 800-662-6808 or just text PIZZA to 800-662-6808. Visit financialpizza.com to learn more. You can reach me by email, steve at financialpizza.com. Find me on Twitter at Steve Siddall. Hey, I want to thank Thomas Lipscomb and Chuck Caton for providing clips for today's show. Financial Pizza is produced and written by me, Steve Siddall. It originates from the studios of broadcasting experts in Apex, North Carolina. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Really do appreciate it. We're going to see you next week right here on Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Siddall. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.